tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. Well, 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 it is Monday. How is everyone's Monday going? How was everyone's weekend? I had an interesting weekend. Uh, UFC was kind of boring. It was actually one of the best cards of the year until the last two fights. Uh, what did you guys do this weekend? I was uh, I had to wean myself off the news. I took like a little 12 hour hiatus because it's to the point where uh, you know how it is. It's just it's just suffocating at this point. It's suffocating. So we're back here on a Monday. And we're going to talk about episode 36, Teddy, the turncoat, Wheeler, Mr. Portland. We're going to talk, he will be the lead. And what a shocker, the picture for the thumbnail of episode 36 is him with AOC, Ocasio, Occasional Cortex, Ocasio Cortez. What a shocker, huh? So when we start talking about things in this on this topic, you're gonna it's gonna all start to make sense why Ted while Let It Ride, Ted Wheeler is such a turncoat. So enough of my talking, let's get into it. So for those of you who don't know, Ted We uh Donald Trump numerous times has offered Ted Wheeler help to send in the National Guard. It's been like 90 days in Portland now where Portland's been a mess. Trump keeps offering to send in help, but Ted Wheeler declined it. So let's read the message that he wrote, Donald Trump. And we posted this on our Facebook, so here it is, if you want to check it out yourself. August 28th, dear President Trump, this is from Teddy the Turncoat Wheeler. Yet again, you said you offered to aid Portland by sending the federal law enforcement to our city. On behalf of the city of Portland, no thanks. We don't need your police of division <laughs> and demagoguery. Portlanders are on to you. <laughs> we have already seen your reckless disregard for human life in your bumbling response to the COVID pandemic. And we know you've reached the conclusion that the images of violence or vandalism are your only ticket to re-election. There is no place for looting, arson, or vandalism in our city. There is no room here for racist violence or those who wish to bring their own ideology of hate into our community. Those who commit criminal acts will be apprehended and prosecuted under the law. Tens of thousands of Portlanders have peacefully protested and marched for the noble cause of fixing our broken criminal justice. They are part of the proud progressive tradition of Portlanders fighting for justice, from racial justice to economic justice and, and, and environmental justice. When you sent the feds to Portland last month, you made the situation far worse. Your offer to repeat 
that disaster is a cynical attempt to stroke to stoke fear and distract us from the real work of our city in portland we are forced we are focused on coming together as a community to solve the serious challenges we face due to systematic racism a global pandemic and economic recession stay away please sign teddy the turncoat wheeler now it was a little bit hard to read that because it's so the picture is so small so that's why it was a little struggle so first off nothing over there is peaceful it's there's no peaceful protest you've seen i don't need to talk about it you've seen the videos over there it's rioting looting and murder as we saw which we'll get into a little bit later we saw with aaron that was aaron j that was shot over the weekend because he wore a thin blue line patch on his leg and wore a pro trump prayer hat he was shot in cold blood from behind by a white guy who was arrested previously and then released catch and release what else is new what else is new with catch and release what a shocker catch and release releases criminals back on the streets why so they can kill you and your family members isn't that great so after that happened um teddy decided to release a statement via video so let's play the video of mr teddy talking more of the same and you know he's so he comes he tries to be uh come off like he's uh with such conviction but funny if if you mean everything you say do you really need notes it, shouldn't it be from the heart why do you need a piece of paper to read the speech who gave you these talking points well, so if you haven't seen this video yet if you want to it's up on our facebook jsi podcast here it is teddy the turncoat let it ride wheeler telling us how he really feels so after he refused help from trump what happened pro-trumpers over the weekend rallied up and met up in portland and they were met by urine uh, people trying to block their cars and then one of them was shot dead so after that happened here is aaron was the aaron J was the young boy who was shot dead so here is uh, Ted Wheeler's response to all that. We've read your tweets slamming private citizens to the point of receiving death threats, and we've listened to your attacks on immigrants. We've listened to you label Mexicans rapists. We've heard you say that John McCain wasn't a hero because he was a prisoner of war. Now stop for a second. First off, we've said this all the time. He said some illegal aliens that come here are rapists. It's a fact. There's nothing racist about it. It's a fact. Third, John McCain was a turncoat. We would have had a healthcare pass if it wasn't for him changing his vote. Third off, why I thank him for his service and thank anyone who serves this country and police officers and EMTs, first responders, what have you, for their service. However, that doesn't mean they're all good people. Remember that military video years ago of that kid in the military showing the puppy on camera and then throwing it off a cliff in like Afghanistan or Iraq? There's bad people in all fields. 
And just because John McCain served our country, like I said, I appreciate for it, doesn't mean he was a good guy. John McCain was not a good person. And I don't want to say any more about it because he's dead and it's not fair. But John McCain came after Trump and he responded. Probably not the smartest thing at the time to say, oh, he's a POW. He's only a hero because he got caught. Now, that's that spits on the backs of all the other prisoners of war. But that's not what he meant at the time. He was reaction with emotion and he made a mistake. But what does this have to do with what's going on in your city? How is this even relevant? Let's go back. And now you're attacking Democratic mayors and the very institutions of democracy that have served this nation well since its founding. What? He's attacking, he's attacking Democrat mayors that don't have their cities under control. What is he supposed to, is he supposed to let all these cities burn and not say anything? He can't send in the National Guard to clean it up unless you ask for it. Because what are you going to do? You're going to say he abused his power and try to impeach him again. So what is he supposed to do? He's, was he supposed to just sit back and not say anything? Oh, good job, Teddy. Good job, Teddy O'Pal. You're letting people get murdered in your streets. You're letting people rob and burn stores. Is he, what is he supposed to say? What, is he, what do you want him to do? Oh, you want him to shut up and go away. Okay. Do you seriously wonder, Mr. President, why this is the first time in decades that America has seen this level of violence? It's you who have created the hate and the division. It's you. Is it really? Are there Republican Trump supporters in the streets with guns shooting people dead? Oh, no. The only time a pro-Trump guy shoots anyone dead is in self-defense. Whose party is out there looting and shooting people? Oh, it's your party. So keep trying to blame Trump for this. You who have not found a way to say the names of black people killed by police officers, even as people in law enforcement have. And it's you who claimed that white supremacists are good people. Not true. Your campaign of fear is as anti-democratic as anything you've done to create hate and vitriol in our beautiful country. You've tried to divide us more than any other figure in modern history. Negative. And now you want me to stop the violence that you helped create. First off, who's the one dividing the country? It's the Democrats. They still haven't gotten over 2016. They still haven't gotten over. They lost. You lost. You lost. The Amer American people have the country back. And that's what they hate. Because it's not Democrat-Republican. Why do you think so many Republican rhinos tried to stop them? Because they're all one and the same. They want power. They want to control the government. And they want to shape the country the way they want it. They don't want us to have the say. Why do you think they fought and are continually to fight so hard against Trump because they're fighting like Trump said in his speech. They're not, they're coming after me because he defends us. Because he is us. They hate you. They hate your family. They hate your kids. They want one world order and they want power. That's all it is. That's the end of it. What America needs is for you to be stopped so that we can come back together as one America while recognizing that we must demand that all people 
black, brown, white, every color from every political persuasion pull together and hold all people accountable in stopping racism and violence. And we together. Where is the racism? Where is it? Where is the racism? It's made up. The cops got all three cases. The cops were called because a criminal was breaking the law. Not that a black man or a white man was breaking the law. A criminal. The Democrats and the media are the ones that assign the color to the situation. Why? Because it helps sell. It helps sell and justify people's BS. The Democrats and CNN, Chris Cuomo, and that joker... The rest of the jokers tapper and all them. This is what they do. They stoked this. Obama helped start it. This is what it is. Divide and conquer. It is them, not Trump. Trump is just exposing it. This guy, I almost don't want to finish this because this guy is pissing me off. ...are peaceful again under new leadership that reflects who we really are. We the people of this great nation. President Trump, you bring no peace. You bring no respect to our democracy. You, Mr. President, need to do your job as the leader of this nation. And I, Mr. President, will do my job as the mayor of this city. It's funny how he's telling Trump how to do his job when he hasn't kept his city under control in 90 days. How can you say that? How can you say that? How can you tell Trump how to do his job when you haven't kept your city under control? Period. It's a joke. He's trying to tell someone else how to do the job when he can't do his. It's very, it's upsetting, Ted, that all those Antifa people, Black Lives Matter people that you support, they're downstairs in the lobby of your apartment waiting for you. Bending the knee, as we've shown a thousand times over the course of this show's history, doesn't get you anywhere. It didn't get Jacob Frey anywhere in Minnesota. It didn't get Ted Wheeler anywhere. He was riding with them at the fence. Yeah, yeah. What had happened? They show up at his apartment. What did it do for Nike? Their stores got looted too. What did it do for Jacob Frey? They threw him away when he wouldn't abolish the police. You're just pawns to these people. They don't like you. You're a sucker, Teddy. You're a sucker, Wheeler. Stop letting it ride with the future of the American people. Stop going all in on communism, Teddy. We've had enough, Teddy. Talk less, do more, Teddy. What an embarrassment. So, we're going to get into a series of articles... Um, starting with the Federalists, and they all relate to each other. Um, this is going back, so this is going back to the Rittenhouse thing in Kenosha. This isn't about what happened the other day in Portland. So before we move on from Ted Wheeler and uh, Jay, that was uh, Jay Aaron that was killed, just a quick moment of silence for Jay. I mean, they're starting to target people. That are defending their country. They're targeting patriots that defend their country. Do you see 
any Trump supporters going up and starting stuff. No, it's always self-defense. Oh, they don't want you to defend. They want to trample over you and take over the country. You know what they want? Before we move on, I'll show you what they want. I'll show you what they want to happen. And you said it couldn't go there. Oh, Jesse. Oh, I was one of the first to say this isn't go watch one of our first videos. It's not great quality because we just started out. But I was one of the first to say this isn't about George Floyd. This is a pivot point to press their socialist agenda. This is what they really want. Here it is in California. This is what they want. Death to America. BLM and Antifa. This is what they want, folks. And if they can beat a raccoon live on camera, if they can shoot a 20-year-old something man just walking down the street, if they can throw pieces of garage cans and bricks when police backs are turned, if they can do that to Rand Paul and surround him and his wife, you don't think they're, they'll come to you? If they could, they'd come to you and your kids and do that to them? Really? Keep hoping it'll go away. We are the front lines. Keep hoping it's just going to disappear. I recommend you register for a firearm, pick up a crossbow, something to defend yourself if it happens to get worse. Because we've seen the police are going to stand down. And if they don't stand down because of their radical mayors, there will be so many incidents going on, they won't be able to get to you in time. You need to protect your family. I'm not telling you to go out and start things. But if these people come to your house, you need to protect yourself. And so they don't come to your house. You need to talk to your circle of friends. And you need to stop shying away from this. This isn't going to weigh. You cannot turn on. This isn't going to go away. You can't turn on sports and just pretend oh, the, what's going on in the world isn't happening. I get it. It's overwhelming. And once in a while, you need a break. There's a reason why I only do this show four days. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. You cannot deal with this all the time. You do need a break. But what you cannot do is pretend it's not happening. That is part of the reason why we got here. Oh, it's just one statue. Oh, it was a Confederate statue. You see how it starts? Do you see how it starts? Oh, it's just a Confederate statue. Eh, okay, maybe. Oh, it's a statue of Jesus. Oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not religious. Oh, they want to burn down a church. Well, isn't that a little bit too much? Oh, I can't go to the gym and I can't pray, but I can riot and loot and murder. Oh, well, what's going on here? Oh, they're beating people in the streets. Oh, they're killing, they're, they're attacking and killing cops. Oh, they're killing uh, random white people in the streets. We just saw yesterday some guy walks up behind a random white guy walking the street, hits him with a brick. You think this is going to stop? It's not going to stop until we get strong or it's not going to stop until they take over. There is no other option. If your kid at home wants candy and you keep giving them candy, what's going to happen? Either they're going to keep taking candy or you're going to stop it. There is no middle ground here. This isn't a joke. This is not a joke. You have to stop it. 
you pretending for the whole entirety of your week that it's going to go away and you don't do anything isn't going to make it go away. It's making it worse. The faster we all band together and put a stop to it, not with violence, because you know they'll try and pinpoint it. The quicker we all come together and squash this, the faster it goes away. Keep giving these idiots the megaphones. What happened, NBA? What happened? I thought you were going to boycott. I thought you were going to stop playing. Oh, you realized? I posted this on Twitter. I said, the NBA is the equivalent to your significant other that threatens they're going to leave you, walks out the door, and then they realize you're not chasing them and comes crawling back on their hands and knees. We don't need you, NBA. I think you just realized that. We don't need you. We don't need you. We don't need nor want to support people that spit on the American people, spit on the flag of our country, spit on our national anthem, and celebrate criminals. It would be one thing if they were celebrating that poor black one-year-old that got killed shouldn't be. That's a righteous cause. It'd be one thing if they were celebrating if they were trying to stop the killing in Chicago that happens every single weekend. But what do they celebrate? They celebrate criminals. Why? Because they don't want to change anything. They don't care. They want attention. Why are you celebrating criminals? And now, guess what? They're celebrating a rapist. Some guy who raped a girl in the bed next to them. Are you kidding me? It's to the point where we're, they're celebrating rape because he was shot by the big bad police where is this going if you want to support these people if you support these people please please stop 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 at least we know who you are at least we know who you are so sorry for the rant not sorry (laughs) let's get into the federalist all right let's get into that so this all ties into the uh Rittenhouse uh, self-defense shooting that occurred in Kenosha. So let's hit it. The Federalist. UNC professor says they have deputized all white people to murder. A University of North Carolina professor, who's a black woman, posted a tweet Sunday accusing Republicans of deputizing all white people to murder black Americans. After coming under scrutiny on social media for this outlandish and frightening falsehood, the professor mocked commentators and defended her statement. Her initial tweet has garnered nearly 8,000 likes. So that means 8,000 people like her are mentally ill. Mentally ill. And blinded. She had professor at UNC expressed outrage after Senator Ron Johnson expressed support for citizen soldiers. The tweet she responded to stated... Sen Ron Johnson just said he supports citizen soldiers in Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse, who murdered, no, murdered two people, is a citizen soldier. In a reply, Common said, they have deputized all white people to murder. Well, he's defending himself. This kid was a lifeguard who went to Wisconsin to help with something. I forget what it was. There's so much news, it's hard, it's hard. Forget what it was. Who cares? He was minding his own business. Oh, yeah, and there's a video of him saying, hey, I'm here to protect this store. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to protect his community. That's something that should be praised. Hey, I don't care what race this guy is. Hey, he wants to protect his community. What's the problem with that? 
and he wants to do it the right way. Hey, I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to force anything down your throat. I'm not going to burn or loot or murder. I'm just going to stand outside this store with a gun. And if you mess with me to the point where my life's in danger, I'm going to defend myself. What's the problem? What's the problem? So, Teresi then doubled down on her stand saying, oh, the races are big mad about this one. I see. In reference to her earlier tweet, she describes herself on her website as supporting radically progressive local candidates for public office, community bail funds, and removing memorials to oppressive racist fictions, whatever that means. Now the professor is hinting at abandoning her Twitter account following the extensive backlash, saying, Phew, this is gonna be a doozy. They've sent them body snatchers. Ah, well, if this account disappears, you'll know that I took it as a sign from God. Right. Let's be honest, her account won't disappear. Twitter, Twitter and Jack Dorsey doesn't go after the lefties. They only go after right-wing people. Because heaven forbid there's different opinions. Listen, I think anyone should be able to say whatever they want. As long as it's not hurting somebody or inciting inciting violence like mismaxing water. But if you are going to happen to remove someone's speech, which I don't agree with, it should be the same on both sides. And that's not what it is. It's not even close. It's not even close. I don't like Alex Jones. I really, it's not that I don't like Alex Jones. I don't care for him. Sometimes he's funny. Like when he got into it with Joe Rogan, that's hilarious. Joe Rogan, the snake, I'm on war. I mean, that's, it's funny. It's theater. It's funny. I didn't like what he did um, harassing the, the parents from the kids from Connecticut and saying it was staged and fake. He does go off the walls. I don't like that he did that. Do I think he should be taken off the air for it? No. But, you know, this is what these psychos do. This is what they do. So UNC has not yet commented on Teresi's statement, but the official university website speaks highly of her, calling her... An award-winning author, a professor, a sociologist, whose work has earned national and international recognition for the urgency and depth of its incisive critical analysis. This is like saying a bunch of things without saying anything. I can't, I'm done with I can't, I can't. It's a bunch of praise over, it's like making up stuff. It's just making up words. So, she thinks now people are handing white people guns Calling on all citizens to shoot black people. Okay. Well, if he wasn't attacked with a skateboard and had a gun pointed at his face, maybe he wouldn't shoot somebody. Maybe you should um, tell the other side. Another article from The Federalist. Haley McEnany versus the media. You're going to ask me about a paintball video after 90 days of violence. Antifa violence. So instead of reading the article, let's just hit the video clip. I have not seen this. Let's hit it getting in the mix with, with people. Is that patriotic activity? I don't think the president's seen that video, nor have I, but if you're going to ask about paintballs, it's incredible that for 90 days I've stood at this podium talking about officers who have been lasers flashed in their eyes in an attempt to blind them, commercial-grade fireworks being thrown at them, a church right out here burning down, uh, the people that were harassed and yelled at, Senator Rand Paul, Dan Bongino, right out here. And you're going to ask me about a paintball video when, in fact, for 90 days we've seen horrific horrific violence by Antifa, a radical anarchist organization. I mean, you're going to ask me about a paintball video I've yet to see, and neither is the president. I mean... 
But what can you say? For them to even ask, you can see on her face. And uh, I saw, uh, I was going to film this last night, Sunday, late, late Sunday night lately. So I got done watching uh, Mark Levin, Life, Liberty, and Levin. Check it out. Don Jr. was on. And I also watch uh, The Next Revolution with Steve Hilton. And I was looking at Levin. I expected him to come out of fiery after, uh, after Jay was killed in Portland. And I didn't see that from him. I don't know if it was pre-recorded, so maybe that's unfair. It might have been pre-recorded. Okay. But regardless of that, I see. I saw Steve's, Steve Hilton's face, and I saw Mark Levin's face. And you can see it. That this stuff is starting to wear on them. And a lot of times, after filming this show, and you know, you question, you know, why do I do this? Why am I doing this? And like, how much more can you take? Because when you research this stuff and you talk about it, it takes a lot out of you. And, you know, trying to keep up to date on this stuff, you're watching the stuff that's going on in this country right now. And I can see by looking at Levin, I can see by looking at Hill and, and Tucker Carlson a couple of weeks ago. And what I know I experience from my own self in reading the comments you guys post on our Twitter account, Twitter, whatever, and on Facebook, it's a lot. And you can see the burden starting to wear on them because they're wondering what they, what they can do and how free are we really. We, we, we need to help these people. We got to step up. But back to, it, I mean, for the press to ask about paintballs, when that kid was shot over the weekend, um, David Dorn, uh, Cannon, Hennon. I mean, the list goes. I mean, I feel, I feel bad naming people. The cop that was just a black cop that was just killed. You don't hear a peep about him, right? Um, he was either black or uh, I believe he was black. Just killed, young cop, twenty some. Not a peep about him, right? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. I don't need to talk anymore about it, but. But then to bring up paintball, someone getting shot with a paintball in self-defense after these people are spraying urine on them. The media is dangerous and they're pathetic. They're pathetic. So that's all they care about, trying to trap her somehow. So let's get into this. And so now Trump gets up there today. So let's transition. It's, this is all related. Gateway pundit, President Trump on Kyle Rittenhouse. He was trying to get away and they violently attacked him. He probably would have been killed. So, President Trump on Monday was asked about Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old who shot and killed two men and wounded a third in self-defense during Kenosha riots. Kyle Rittenhouse was hit with six charges last week, including one count of first-degree intentional homicide. You hear that? Intentional. He intentionally tried to kill him. Right. Or like he was getting attacked and fired in self-defense. Don't. How can you prove he intended to kill him? The president handled the gotcha question about Rittenhouse from the liberal reporter perfectly. So let's play the clip. So here we go. From the Daily Caller. President Trump is asked to comment on Kyle Rittenhouse. So let's hear his, his response. It's a peaceful protest, totally. But it was a supporter okay. of yours, go Mr. Ahead, president. Go ahead, Uh, that was an interesting situation. You saw the same tape as I saw. 
and uh, he was trying to get away from them, I guess, it looks like, and he fell, and then they very violently attacked him, and it was something that we're looking at right now, and it's under investigation, but uh, I, I guess he was in very big trouble. He would have been, I, he probably would have been killed, but it's under, it's under investigation. Do you think private citizens should be taking guns? I'd like to see law enforcement take care of everything. I think everything should be taken care of, law enforcement. But again, we have to give our cops back, our police back, their dignity, the respect. They're very talented people. They're strong. They're tough. They can do the job. But we've taken it away. We don't want to have, when somebody makes a mistake, he chokes. Or in some cases, you have bad cops, so we have to take care of that. In other cases, they choke. They're under, they have a quarter of a second. The peaceful person. I don't like the word, uh, using of the word uh, choke there. He's choked. What is he alluding to is they're under pressure. Cops are under pressure. You're talking about, you, you have all these jokers, all these jokers sitting back and saying, oh, I would have done this. First off, take into account, they have a split second to make a decision. Most of these talking heads are reading a script and can't even get what they're saying right, okay? And their life's not even in danger. These cops have a split second to make a decision. That could be life and death for them. And he's saying some of them choke, meaning some of them don't make the right decision. Because if your brain scrambled and you can't think at that time, you, you can train all you want. You can train all you want to be in a situation, but until you're in that situation, you don't necessarily know how you're going to handle it. And not everyone is going to handle it the right way. And if you're in that situation and you choke, what are you going to do? You're going to do the easiest thing or the most instinctual thing to protect yourself and not worry about the other person. So some of these cops, quote unquote, choke. Some of these cops are put in that situation and they don't handle it properly. But a lot of times it's done. 99% of the time it's done right. Or we would see this way more often. And the other side's the only... One that wants to apply race to it when it's convenient for them. Um, like he said about Rittenhouse, what do you want him to do? He was defending himself. Also, like he said, he wants the cops to handle it, but the cops can't handle it if you have jokers like Teddy Turncoat Wheeler not, not letting the cops do their job. The rules of engagement. They're restricting the cops. Why? Because they're using it as a political ploy. They're letting people die. And as we saw with CNN, all of a sudden changing their tune, we need to stop the riots. Why? Because now the polling's going the opposite way. If you vote for a party that allows people to get killed when it's good for polling, but doesn't when it's bad, if you vote for them, if you vote for the left, if you vote for Joe Biden, when they are only changing their stance because of polling on people dying, what kind of sick piece of you know what do you have to be? That is disgusting. I, I, nothing more to say about that. So let's get into another question that Trump handles. Another gateway pundit. Your supporters and they are your supporters. Shot a protester, not with paint, but with a bullet. Epic. Trump slaps down liberal hack Portland Ryan's video. So President Trump held a press conference. With the White House press corps on Monday, following Joe Biden's botched speech, as we posted on our page, you couldn't, this guy, then you know, you know why they're hiding him in the basement. He's probably down there with Fauci. 
This guy couldn't put together a sentence. Check out the video on our Facebook page. This guy couldn't speak right for a second. There is no way he's going to debate Trump live. There's no way. It's not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. So here it is. So for months, Democrats have ignored the rioting and looting by leftists in numerous cities. It wasn't until their poll numbers, yep, like we said, started dropping that the Democrats finally started speaking out against Black Lives Matter and Tifa rioters. And they all blamed it on Trump. Shocker. So here is a reporter asking Trump a question. Let's hit it. It's a minute and 30 seconds. You were just criticizing Joe Biden, saying he didn't mention the far left or Antifa. During his speech today, you said you wanted to talk about left-wing political violence. But I noticed you did not mention that your supporters were also in Portland this weekend, firing paintball guns at people, some form of pepper spray. So do you want to also take this chance to condemn what your supporters did? Well, I understand they had large numbers of people that were supporters, but that was a peaceful protest. And paint is not, and paint is a defensive mechanism. Paint is not bullets. Uh, Your supporters, your supporters, and they are your supporters indeed, uh, shot a young gentleman who, uh, and killed him, not with paint, but with a bullet. And I think it's disgraceful. These people, they protested peacefully. They went in very peacefully. And I'll tell you what they're protesting. They're protesting when they turn on television or read whatever they may be reading, and they see a city like Chicago, where 78 people were shot and 13 died, or a city like New York, where the crime rate has gone through the roof, or a city like Portland, where the the entire city is ablaze all the time, and a mayor says, we don't want any help from the federal government. When these people turn that on and they see that, they say, this is not our country. This is not our country. That was a peaceful protest, totally. I mean, he said what we said earlier. American, you're pushing people. You were pushing America. The people, the conservatives that don't want to get involved, that don't tread on me, leave me alone, you're pushing them up against a wall. You're backing this up into a corner. And you know what happens when you back up an animal into a corner. You're going to get bit. These Trump supporters were on trucks waving flags, and the only time they fired paintball guns or pepper spray was in self-defense. These agitators chant death to America in the streets, fry pigs up like bacon. The other guy the other day, Trump even retweeted this, we need to burn the White House down. We need to remove this guy by force. Are you kidding me? And you don't want people who love this country? To, you want people who love this country to sit idly by and just let, let them say this stuff? And not do anything? When the police are standing down because of a joker like Teddy Turncoat Wheeler? Really? We're just supposed to take it. Shut up and take it? That's not America. That's America they want. Shut up and take it. Here's socialism. Here's some crumbs. Keep voting for me. Vote for me. No, no, no. Trump handled it. Correct. These people are sick. This man was targeted. Do you see Black Lives Matter people being shot dead in the street? After all the crap they've done? Some guy with his back turned gets shot dead in the street. He turns around, tries to fire pepper spray to stop him. He's shot dead. Shot dead. Shot dead. Right? He's such a he's such a threat with pepper spray up against a gun. Disgusting. Trump's right. I don't, there's nothing else to say. It's a joke. 
Free Kyle Rittenhouse. He will be. After the election, there's no way. He'll, he will get pardoned. I guarantee you, after the election, he will get pardoned. Him and the stone will get pardoned. You just can't do it now. And I can't wait until after the election when Trump goes after Twitter and Facebook and them. He's just waiting. He's waiting. I know he's going he's gonna to go after them. When Trump wins in a landslide, there's Joe Biden basement. Biden Biden is going to lose. Going to lose. They're going to claim election fraud because that's the only thing they can do. But they will lose. They will lose. So that's enough of that. We're going to totally change uh, topic now. Now we're going to go on to CDC here. So over the weekend, um, if you follow us on Facebook or follow the news, CDC came out with some interesting numbers. So here's another article by Gateway Pundit. Let's hit it. The CDC doesn't want the truth out about COVID-19. If they did, they'd be more transparent, right? Everything should be transparent unless it's classified information. What's wrong with transparency? The CDC doesn't want Americans to know the truth about COVID-19. For months, the Americans have heard all, all sorts of conflicting reports about COVID-19. We heard from the Director General of the WHO on March 3rd that COVID had a mortality rate of 3.5%. Not true. We heard from Fraudgy and Dr. Burks using the Imperial College model that the U.S. was going to incur 2.2 million deaths due to COVID. Then they met with President Trump privately and urged him to shut down the U.S. economy and destroy the record Trump economy based on this model. The model was a fraud. We heard that masks don't work and then masks do work in COVID-19 prevention, but with no empirical evidence whatsoever to support these claims. And we've said this time and time again. We've heard that the CDC sent out directives month, months ago to include COVID-19 on any deaths that were COVID-19 is even suspected of being a cause of death. We reported in April that states are forced to include probable cases in their COVID-19 mortality count. This is really unheard of and increases the number of cases, right? Oh, we'll probably had COVID. Hey, is this going to get us more hospital money? Yeah. Oh, probably COVID, huh? You told us to list probable cases. Let's get that money. This is a joke. This is a joke. And it's not funny. It's not funny. And finally, CDC provides data on its website that is basically total garbage. Expert, <laughs> who's writing this is hilarious. Expert data analysis are unable to easily determine simple answers to their questions about COVID-19. No wonder the average American can't make sense out of the numbers. Here are some examples. Now, why would they want the numbers? Why would there be graphs all over the place and the numbers not clear to read? Why would that be? You know why? They don't want it easy for you to find the truth in the number. They want you to be bogged down by all these graphs and numbers, and they want you to give up. They don't want you to see what the real number is. If they can prove that this pandemic was real, they would have numbers that prove it breakdown by breakdown, clear and precise. But why are there so many things intentionally? It's the fog of war to mislead you. Oh, look over here. Look over there. Oh, you can't put... You, it is like a calculus. You can't put it together. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got your bench, best interests in mind, American. Just stay at home some more. We got your best interests in mind. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. So here's some examples. 
The CDC reports COVID-19 results on its website. The results are not clear. They state that 6% of the deaths related to COVID-19 are deaths where only COVID, COVID is the cause. They also state that on average, there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes for death. So, if they're stating that only 6% of the total number of deaths, they only had COVID. That means the majority of them didn't die because of COVID. So were they going to die anyway and just list it as COVID to get money? What would you do if you're hospital? Unfortunately, these statements do not provide enough information to even the casual observer. Yeah, I tried looking at it. I was like, uh... It was like looking at a, it was like looking at the matrix. I was like, what's going on here? So the CDC must want it that way. See, no kidding. No kidding. Whoever's writing this. So yesterday, CNN and Twitter attacked the Gateway Pundit and President Trump for accurate reporting based on these statements. This is because CNN and Twitter despise President Trump and all he stands for, but also because the data from CDC is garbage. When you look at the CDC's data, they show the following this morning. First image below is a partial list from the CDC website. Yeah, I tried making all this out and I was like, I was like, you know what? I can't do this. This is, this is a mess. The second is imported to Excel sheet. So the initial observation is that the CDC numbers do not foot or add up. The far right column shows the deaths related to the flu, COVID-19, and influenza. But this number is not supported by other columns. So the numbers aren't adding up. There is no way to confirm this number. So the CDC shows that phenoma has more deaths to date this year than COVID-19. This is something never reported by the media. It's all COVID-19 all the time. The more glaring observations are related to what the CDC does not show. The CDC does not show all the deaths related to COVID-19 only. There is nowhere to be found. The only values in their table are COVID-19 deaths, including COVID-19 deaths where other causes were also in place. Remember from our post from the weekend, the COVID-19 deaths where COVID only is a cause is 6%, meaning there are now only... 10,000 deaths in the United States where COVID-19 was only the cause. And this is coming from the CDC. Oh, but this is not shown by the CDC. Why do they not report this? So the data is there, but the conclusion is not. Why not? Because it doesn't suit their agenda. The size of the population of deaths related to COVID-19 is very small. We should be able to see all the data, but the CDC will not share it. I wonder why that is. So let's stop. Let's 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 throw this out here. Let's make it easy for you to grasp. If CDC had information that could prove COVID had a huge amount of deaths, don't you think they'd shove it in your face and rub your nose in it? Why do you think there's information missing? They're not showing everything. Because they want to hide from you that it's really not that serious. It's really not as deadly as they'd like you to believe. Right? What's the other conclusion? There is none. There is none. Again, we wonder why in today's world where analysts are dealing with data sets that include millions of records of value, a data set of 
160,000 is very small. We would like to know, and we are sure the American people would like to know where the cases occurred. But along with this, we'd like to know for each case the age of the death, the other causes, whether the individual lived in a nursing home before or after, whether the individual was tested for COVID or was determined to have COVID based on observation. Because remember, remember, if you look up the symptoms for COVID, it's like, oh, if you cough the wrong way, you have COVID. So if this guy coughed before he died, oh, he's probable COVID. We don't need to test him. This is dangerous. When it's all said and done, and we were one of the first to say this and took heed for it, you're going to find out that this was... Eventually, we'll find out this is an orchestrated attempt on the American people between China and the Democrats. I wouldn't be surprised. Remember, Fauci groveled, groveled at the feet of Hillary Clinton. And it's funny, this is a lot of this is based on his advice. Very dangerous. Is this another insurance policy? Remember Peter uh, Stroke, Lisa Page? We're talking about insurance policy. Is this just another cooked up Democratic insurance policy? think about it right remember when Fauci said oh Donald Trump's gonna have to deal with some type of bad outbreak during his uh, administration this might just be another insurance policy because remember every the economy the best in history what's the one way you try and get rid of Donald Trump if his economy's in the gutter oh what a shocker the Democrats want us all to stay home hmm there are evil people, my friends. So hopefully we find out in the end, hopefully we find out what really happened. Did China conspire with the Democrats, with people that hate America to try and undermine to get rid of Trump? And let's be honest, does China want to get rid of Trump? You betcha. Trade policies and strong on China. Do the Democrats want to get rid of Trump? Of course. Who's really soft on China? Joe Biden. Connect two and two together. Who uh, groveled at the feet of Hillary Clinton? Anthony Fauci. Put everything together. You might see this is an orchestrated hit. So if I disappear, I'm warning you right now. If I disappear, I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. And I have copies of this episode planted all around. So... You get rid of me. There'll be copies everywhere. So don't waste your time with me. Don't waste your time. <laughs> I am not suicidal. So I hope your weekend went well. I hope your Monday's going well. We will see you tomorrow, Patriots. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.